Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode we're diving into but I still love him. Now this came about from a recent delegate of mine on my heartbreak to happiness virtual retreat She said, Sarah, I'm still madly in love with my ex, but that is a huge conflict for me because I know he's toxic. I know that he was unkind to me. He's betrayed me. He's lied to me. So many different things have happened that I should be looking at him thinking, I just don't want to be with you anymore. She also interestingly said that there were things about him that she really didn't like like the way he smelt when he was around. She just didn't like him. And sometimes actually being with him during handovers of the children made her feel physically sick. Yet she still felt she was in love with him. And she said, this is such an internal conflict that I don't know what to do, Sarah, can you help? Why do I feel this way? Now, this is something that is really common because Often when we get into relationships that turn out to be toxic or unhealthy at the end, what we find is that there is a mismatch. We fell in love with somebody that doesn't actually exist. Or maybe they existed at the beginning, but then things changed and the relationship and the dynamic changed. But quite often, if it was an unhealthy or an abusive relationship, we fall in love with somebody that they want us to believe exists that they want us to believe is them. But in reality, it isn't. So it's kind of like a deception from the get-go because they know in order for you to fall in love with them, they have to become a certain person. And often when you first meet them, maybe you're not that impressed by them and it isn't love at first sight. But the way it works with an abusive relationship is quite often they will ask you a lot of questions to identify what you want them to be, who they would need to be for you to fall in love with them. So over the next few weeks, they're kind of interviewing you, usually subtly, so that they then can become more of the qualities that you need them to have to fall in love. Now, quite often there is love bombing. Love bombing is where you are spoiled with gifts and expensive meals out or trips or promises of the future that are incredible. You know, I'll always love you. You never have to go dating anyone else again. You're secure with me. I'll look after you forever. It's really extreme. It's almost like they put you on a pedestal and that means that It seems too good to be true quite often, but because it is so good, you don't want to look anywhere else and you fall for it because that's what you want to happen. You want to fall in love. And sometimes even those warning signs we overlook because, wow, this is so good that we want to enjoy it. It might even be like something you've seen in the movies. It really is an incredible experience 
So we fall in love with the person that they want us to believe they are. What that means though, is we hang on to that reality, even when the mask starts to slip. Quite often there are warning signs that we ignore and we strap on those rose tinted glasses because we so want to believe that they are the person that we fell in love with. Sometimes they could be unkind. Sometimes you just get that feeling, you know, that instinctive feeling that things just don't feel right in some way, but we ignore it, suppress it and carry on. Over the years though, or as the relationship plays out, the mask slips more and more until we realize that there are some behaviors that just are totally unacceptable. However, feeling in love with them is because you're still in love with the fantasy of who they are, not the reality. And that's the disconnect. If you're still feeling love for your ex, despite the fact that they were unkind to you in many ways, or maybe even worse than unkind, cruel, it often comes down to the fact that you are still in love with the fantasy of who they are rather than the reality. And the disconnect between the two is where the constant hurt and pain is because understandably you're hoping that they're gonna show up as the person you fell in love with. But unfortunately, more often than not, the cold hard truth is the person you fell in love with doesn't actually exist. That's tough, I know it can be really hard to hear, but believe me, by understanding that, it will help release you from this toxic cycle of having those feelings for someone that treats you badly. If you can take a step back and say, wow, I can see actually that I fell in love with this person and this was the person and the personality traits and the things that I loved about you. But in the cold, hard light of day, the reality is, you don't possess those qualities. You are not that person. In fact, you're a cruel person. In fact, you're unkind, you lie, you're deceptive. I don't love that person you are now. Now, it might be that they were more like that at the beginning, or it might be that they just hid their true self from you. But whatever it is, if you feel like there's a disconnect and you're beating yourself up, like my client on my recent retreat, that she's still in love with someone that actually physically makes her feel sick and she couldn't comprehend it, this is often why. Now, my client on the retreat, having understood that, was like, oh, wow, that is a real light bulb moment. So what we did was we worked on that and really went a little bit deeper to give her more clarity. Because the more clarity you have on this, the easier it will be to unhook yourself from these behavioral patterns that you get stuck in sometimes. So we wrote a list and I suggest that if you're going through this right now and you're still in love with someone that's treating you badly, write a list. Write the list of what you fell in love with, the qualities that you loved. And my client was writing down things like kind, generous, thoughtful, uh, exciting because they went on some amazing trips there were some really incredible places that she visited so the adventure was important for her there was so much promise of security and feeling safe for the rest of her life being adored she wrote down all those qualities that that's what she'd fallen in love with now then we wrote the list of who her ex shows up as now and that was unkind, cruel, bullying, lies, not generous, scary in some cases, and the list went on. So actually we began to really paint the picture clear 
of the disconnect between the two. She felt that she was still in love with her ex, which was why she found it hard to let go and why she was stuck in heartbreak and why she kept doing things like considering having him back and why she'd been back and forward so many times in the past. But this was really a, what I call a switch flicking moment, which is when really you realize that what you're in love with doesn't exist in that person. Now, you might be thinking, oh God, that's awful, Sarah. That's horrific. That's devastating to find out. Well, yeah, I understand that. But actually, knowing what you want and knowing what you did fall in love with, whether it was ever reality or not, can help you move forward because you know that's what you want and you know that's what you aspire to. So you can go out and find that somewhere else. It will exist. There are nice people out there. There are people that you can have that relationship with. The trick is we have to get better at picking the right partner for ourselves. We have to take responsibility for that. Now, obviously, in this case, there was a real high level of deception that was going on with the love bombing and the trying to work out who the partner my client would love to be with was and then becoming that person. But again, if you've been through that, your radar will be stronger. It will be a conscious thing now that you question things. You don't go into it with your rose-tinted glasses strapped onto your face and accept it no matter what. You question, you probe, you understand that those kinds of behaviours like love bombing actually happen and not to get swept up along until you've done your due diligence on that person and really found out who they are. There are warning signs. There are telltale signs. For example, do they have many friends? Do they have friends that go back far in their life, like school friends? Because quite often people who can be this cruel don't have friends that last for a long time. So there are signs that this is too good to be true. You just have to get good at spotting them. And I'm going to do other episodes where we cover that. So check those episodes out because I think it's really, really important to learn the lessons and the mistakes that you made at the beginning. Take responsibility for your part in it, although it's not your fault. It's not your fault if you got into an abusive relationship, but we can learn from it so that we avoid it in the future. So actually understanding the kind of person you would fall in love with and you do want to attract can be helpful. So please don't see it as a complete waste of time because you will have learned things and you will have come out of this relationship stronger. Yes, you might have those emotional scars, but they don't have to define you. In fact, they can be a reminder of how strong you can be and how fast you can bounce back. Because actually once you unhook yourself from your unhealthy patterns that you're running and feeling that you're in love with someone that treats you badly, once you can understand that, you're released. You can get on with your life because those hooks are gone. You're not getting dragged back into those toxic patterns anymore, which really will serve you to move on, to create more happiness in your life, but with the freedom and the knowledge that you can. And knowing what you want and knowing what you need from a partner is really going to serve you well as you recognize the difference between what you fell in love with and what the actual reality of your ex-partner was. So I hope you found this helpful and know that if you are going through this and you are learning that maybe you had a fantasy that's what you fell in love with rather than the reality, 
actually that's something that can serve as a valuable life lesson to help you from never making that mistake again in the future, but also getting clearer on what you want. When you know what you want, it's going to be easier to find it in the future. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.